Manscaped.com for those fellas that are reaching down there during the game, halftime. I know mine kind of gets to the point of the second quarter where I just need some comfort. You're reaching down, you feel a little bit of weeds. Why not get the Weed Whacker package from Manscaped.com? Use the promo code TEXANS. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Texans Bets. Uh, forgive us for last week as uh, the sports books didn't have the bets available on the days that we recorded. They ended up coming available later on in the week. Uh, but if you did visit TexansUnfiltered.com to get your pro betting advice from our very own Kyle, uh, you saw that we were taking the over, correct? Yep, the over, uh, and, and it hit. I mean, it hit easily in the third quarter. Um, this this season, overs have been very popular with retail bettors, kind of you and I, and sharps. Um, if you read the Action Network and other kind of sites, they they break that stuff down. Um, but the overs typically don't actually uh, they they stop hitting after the first couple of weeks after Vegas calibrates the scores and everything. You know, kind of chills out. Then the unders start hitting. Um, and the unders are really popular with Vegas because most retail bettors are betting the over. I mean, who, who's betting for a game to score low? Um, but, you know, I, I think it worked out for us last week. And not to tip my hand about this week, but we'd like the over this week as well. But we'll get into that in a minute. Let's, James, do you mind talking about a little bit last last week's game or the game just a few days ago? Um, I, In my opinion, again, I'm I'm not a Texans fan, but, but, but I watch every game, of course, because, A, I live in Texas, and, B, I do this podcast. Um, and, you know, forgive me, all fans in the, you know, listening, um, but I felt like this week was the first week that, uh, you know, the Texans had any kind of semblance on offense of the Texans of, 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 of your, uh, especially Deshaun Watson. He felt like he had the chains off. I mean, what, what are your impressions of the game, James, especially in terms of, you know, this week, are, are we expecting offense to be good? Does the defense have any chance of becoming a, you know, top half of the league defense? You know, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think the offense will go out and do the same thing that they've done the last two weeks. I don't think there's any reason to think, uh, that it'll be any different. I don't think the Green Bay Packers propose or pose a threat defensively. Um, you know, they're probably, you know, right there with the Titans and the Jags as far as defensive, uh, prowess. Uh, so, so mediocre at best. I would say, yeah, maybe, above, <laughs> maybe a little bit above average. They do have a great pass rush with, uh, with, uh, Preston Smith and, uh, Zadarius Smith, but, Outside of that, I wouldn't expect much from the Packers' defense. Now, so from an offensive perspective, I would expect the Texans to score a lot of points. Now, when it comes down to everything else, which means the defense, um, the Packers are going to light up the scoreboard. Yep. So if you're thinking about the overs for every game, I mean, the, the over on this game, uh, the, the game coming up against the Packers is 56.5. That's jacked up pretty high. You know, the... You know, I would say that's on the the higher end of especially NFL over-unders. You'll see some college over-unders in the 60s easy. But, um, you know, once it starts getting above 55, that's a relatively high over-under. Still like the over this week, though. I mean, as you just said, the Packers have a mediocre defense. The Texans, God love them, have a probably bottom quarter defense, if you're being generous. Um, you know, I, there, there are some plays, standout plays. The, the JJ Watt strip sack was fun to watch, but you know, ultimately was it the play right after that where they, they had the big run back? Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like a, it was that or the, or, or, or the drive afterwards, but <laughs> yeah. So, you know, any, any good mark kind of one step forward, two steps back on the Texans defense side. So let, let's break down the game. Um, you know, we've got a spread of Texans, uh, three and a half point underdogs. Um, the, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, playing the Packers, obviously, who until, uh, the game just recently were undefeated. 
that, that line is pretty generous, I think, to the, to the, uh, to the Packers, um, you know, or sorry, to, to the Texans. I mean, you know, you, you could have, if I had done the kind of guess your lines thing that Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal do every week, I might have said six and a half, seven and a half points. Um, but I guess that they're giving a lot of credit, um, to the, to the Packers loss. I still think the Packers are a great team. Um, so I'm not sure why the spread isn't, isn't bigger. And we were talking right before we went on mic that it would not surprise us if that spread went to, it's already at four, by the way, in some of the books. So it's a slip up to five, slip up to six. You know, you'll remember from a couple of podcasts ago that I consider all that kind of no man's land, anywhere between three and a half and seven and a half points. Three and seven are kind of key numbers in sports betting, or at least football betting. Um, and so four, five, and six uh, really are relatively meaningless to me. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if this line slipped to f- uh, six. So if you if you're going to bet the spread and bet Texans, um, bet it now, bet it early because that spread will slip. Um, uh, sorry, if you're going to bet bet the Packers, bet it now. If you're going to bet the Texans, you might as well wait because the spread will slip. Um, so. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, betting the spread for this week. Um, you know, you, you, you don't mind. I mean, James and I were talking about it and he, he thinks that this might be a trap game for the Packers. I mean, the Packers just had a pretty brutal loss. I mean, they really couldn't do anything against San Francisco. Um, and so it's, it's hard, it's hard to call that really a trap game. They just played poorly. Right, they they played poorly, and it's not necessarily a trap game. They went up against you know the number two team in the NFC, uh, who are still finding their bearings, uh, and and they seem to put it all together against the Packers. Um, you know that's the same team the week prior that lost to the Bears. Right. So, right. um, killed me by the way on many parlays. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, me too. Yeah. Um. So when I look at that game, I think it, they were just overmatched. I, I don't think they were prepared. I don't think they expected the Bucks to come in and punch them in the mouth. Yep. Uh, a lot of what Green Bay does. Sorry, I, I said, I said Niners. I meant Bucks, of course. Go ahead. I, I think an, another reason is, you know, you can't run on the Bucks and there's been a heavy emphasis, which is not normal from what we've seen from Aaron and Rogers coach team. Yep. Uh, you know, with Mike McCarthy, you know, a lot of it was just, you know, Pass, pass, pass. There was no run game. They tried to force it, but it never, it never worked. Now it's, you know, the run game is a big thing. And, um, it, it didn't happen at all on Sunday because the Bucks defense is extremely good. Um, did Rodgers get rattled? He got I mean, rattled. He, he looked uncomfortable. Yeah, didn't he? I mean, he, he after that look, first pick, he, he seemed to just not be in stride, not be in the zone at all, which is strange for Rodgers. No, it happens once a year. Oh, okay. He, he yeah, has, yeah. he has one game every year that yeah. you point to and you're like, why? And you, and like everybody always points to it when it comes to like MVP voting. Yeah. They're always like, why do you do that to, you know, against the Jets? Yeah. You know, yeah. why do you do that against the Jags? Yeah. And, uh, and this looked like one of those games that it'll be the, the, the one they write off for Rodgers, but he, he definitely didn't look in, in sync. And the Bucks defense though, I, I don't think people realize how good the Bucks defense is. If you watch them on film, they're flying around. Um, they have a ton of talent on, on, in every part of the defense and, um, you know, they held them in check, and, but they took away the run, and I don't think they expected that. Uh, and we haven't seen a game where Rodgers really has had to put his team on his back in a couple years. Usually it's, you know, at least with, you know, Matt LaFleur, it's been a very balanced attack. Things have been a lot different. This last Sunday, it looked like one of those games where it was going to have to be superhero Rodgers for them to have a chance to win, and he just wasn't up to the task. Now, I say that, and we're playing, you know, they're playing the Texans this week. I expect, you know, if you have, if you play Fantasy Kings or Draft Kings or whatever the hell it's called, uh, I would take both running backs from the Green Bay Packers, and I would start them in tandem. Oh, interesting. Just do like a platoon kind of thing, Th- thunder and lightning. Yeah, because you're going to get them cheap. One, yeah. of, one of them's yeah. going to be cheap. Yeah, yeah, one both. of them's going to be your little $6 one that you're always looking sure. for, so you can have the top. 
<laughs> it's uh for for those of you who can hear that at all, that's Thanos's gauntlet keeps coming on. Um, we should use that as like a segment. Yeah. Like, this is like the, the the Thanos bet of the week. I'd like to say that uh, it's it's James's uh, eight year old boy's toy, but I'm pretty sure it's James's toy here. Yeah, that does not look like a cheap Thanos gauntlet. No, it's not. It's yeah, it's mine. Um, I use it. Yeah, you the, use it. Okay, in, in the bedroom, um, wherever uh-huh. I can. Manscape.com. Yep. Uh, you know, if I want, instead of using my lawnmower 3.0, I just snap my fingers and my you know my weeds are gone. Um, but um, maybe does your wife ever? Uh, Hope that when you snap your fingers and you're the one that disappears. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure if she had, she doesn't have the the gall to be able to actually put it on because she's not worthy. But if she was uh, and she put it on, that'd probably be the first wish she had. Yep, yep, yep. Um. Anyways, back. So yeah, with football, yeah. If you're looking at it, I mean, look, the Texans' run defense is atrocious. Uh, they're the worst in the league. I think they gave up 200 and something yards to Derrick Henry. They've given up, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, anybody on the Ravens, you know, the only team that we held in check, Dalvin Cook ran for almost 200 yards. The only team that we held in check was the Jags, and that's because we were leading. If we weren't leading, they probably would have ran all over us too. So Green Bay is going to light us up on the ground. So, so all this is pointing to the over, but just to, to kind of nip the spread, uh, thoughts in, in a bud, I don't like the Texans on the spread here. I, mostly because we've gotten burned. They're ter- terrible against the spread this year. I, I think that they are, they've only, they've only covered the spread once or twice, um, for the whole year. Um, so I think if you're going to bet on the Texans on a side at all, I like, I like James's rationale, which is it could be a trap game for, for not a trap game exactly, but it could be a letdown game after a letdown game for Rodgers and the Packers. And if you're going to bet, the Texans take them on the money line. It's plus 170. Those are decent. That's decent juice for it. I, again, I, I don't love that. I don't love the money line or the spread. One stat that I saw, and this is, you know, the, the other way to think about this is that Rodgers got punched in the mouth last week. Rodgers is one of the great, like, chip on my shoulder. I didn't get drafted the right way. I didn't start in college kind of, you know, players. Um, and I think that He's he's gonna make sure that everybody eats it. And you know, uh, my my gambling buddy and I, Sweet, Sweet William Peka, he he and I have lost a ton of money on the on on the Packers and specifically Rodgers and comebacks, just bad beats, late covers, all the kind of backdoor stuff that you hate to see as a gambler. All that seems to happen when Rodgers is uh, out there. So I just as a rule, I tend not to bet on any game where Rodgers is involved, at least on a side. But Let's get down. And, and by the way, Rodgers in the um, career after a loss is thirteen and fifteen against the, 30. sorry thirty and fifteen. Yeah, right, right. Thirty and fifteen against the spread. So you know, m- more doubling up on covers versus non covers. Um, so you know that seems like a lock for him to cover this time. Um, especially with that spread at <laughs> Thanos. Okay, this is the scariest thing ever. Thanos agrees. <laughs> I've been in here all day and it hasn't done anything. And now it's just gone off four times since you've walked yeah, in. Yeah, well, there, there Let might me be find some... out you're really Thanos. Yeah, well, yeah. If I was really Thanos, I'd be a rich man, at least with gambling. Um, and I, I would probably blink myself out of, uh, out of existence or where do they go? Do they die? Uh, never mind. You've well, seen uh, all of them. Yeah, yeah, Why do yeah. you act like that? <laughs> don't just, don't, I, I, don't I, pretend all, to be a nerd. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> all this comic book stuff. Anyway, 
Um, so let's, let's get back to the spread because I, sorry, the over under, because I think that's where there's some interesting, uh, kind of stats that back up taking the over, even though the over is at 56 or 56 and a half, as I mentioned, pretty high. You know, Houston has scored 24, almost 25 points on average and, and has allowed 30, almost 31. Green Bay has scored 32 and a half points and has allowed 27.8. You put any two of those numbers together and you get over 56. Yep. Um, and so that's, that's why I like the, the scoring. And, and I, if, if you're going to take the over, take it right now because it's already moved one whole point from 55 and a half up to 56 and a half in some places. Um, I, you know, it, it wouldn't be crazy for me if that got up to 57 and a half or something like that. So take it now if you're going to take the over. But I, I think the over feels like a decent bet. And if it, you know, we, we, we've taken the over last week. I know that, that folks didn't see that until Sunday morning. Again, apologies for the COVID and other timing problems. But m- moving forward, just, just as a quick aside, I bought a whole microphone rig. So even if we're stranded and I can't get a hold of James and we just can't make schedules work, I'll just record a quick solo podcast to make sure everybody gets their, their Texans gambling fix. Um, but yeah, so anyway, take the over, stay away from the spread. If you feel very optimistic like James does, I would take the money line. There's a lot more value in that, uh, for the Texans plus 170 than the spread, which is, you know, plus, so, you know, minus 110, minus 105, whatever spreads usually are. I think this is going to be the week where like the Texans offense just returns back to week one, two, and three. Sure, that'd be great. And as long as their and, defense is crummy and the, the the Packers have a great uh, offense, then the over is going to hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see a way where the over doesn't hit. Yeah, it, it feels strange. I mean, of course, this will be a uh, thirteen to to six, you know, f- field goal only affair. A defensive game <laughs> yeah, right. from the teams that you right. don't expect. Right, yeah, defense. Smash mouth. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know who even the running backs would be in a smash mouth offense for both the Texans and the and the Packers. But you know who knows. So yeah, take take the over, stay away from the side. Um, and you know, the, the, I got a lot of emails. Uh, you know, uh, let me think through Cincinnati Rob. I got Westchester Mark. I mentioned Sweet William Peka. Everybody's hitting me up and saying, "Hey, listen, be a little bit more adventurous. Play, you know, talk about the player props. The props with COVID are really crazy. I mean, they're coming out super late. Sometimes on Saturday night. I think Vegas is just waiting to see what the personnel looks like before they put any props out there. And you know, but during the regular season, not a ton of retail. I mean, there, of course, there's a ton of retail betters, but not everybody's clamoring just to bet on player props. That you'll you'll start to see that early in the week for during the playoffs for sure, and for the Super Bowl. I mean, that'll be announced. We'll probably pick up Super Bowl play, player props right now and on some website somewhere. Um, but you know, I, so I, I think if we do a player prop situation, it would just have to be a quick off the cuff mini pod, maybe on Saturday. So look for that if it pops into your Texans unfiltered feed. So that's just as an apology to why I haven't kind of we haven't yet done a player props. It's mostly because. Vegas is just super late in, in releasing those during the week. And we have kids. Yeah, well, we, we have, I mean, some, some Friday, Saturday, <laughs> life, gets, sports, in, life sports, gets in the sports. way of gambling. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So th- thanks everybody. Apologies for, for no, um, no, uh, pod last week. Uh, but I think we're back on track. And like I said, that, that won't, that, that, uh, skip won't happen in the future. Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right, Kyle. We'll see you next week. Thank you. See you guys. Good luck.